Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Truth Podcast. I'm your host today, Nick Robinson, as always. Um, shout out to Lifewater real quick. One time, shameless plug, you dig, but uh, shout out to Lifewater, shout out to the PH Balance. But anyways, today I'm back with another guest and I wanted to get on a good friend of mine, an old friend, my homeboy Eleven, aka Kevin Ha. What's going on with you, brother? How What's are up, you? man? We're just out here living, doing the thing, bro, you know, dealing with life. We're on the Truth thing. Podcast, man. We out here to tell the truth. Kevin, bro, I appreciate you. Um, just sacrificing. What is today? Tuesday. Today. Wednesday. 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 Wednesday yeah. Sacrificing your Wednesday night with me, man, and just having a conversation. Uh, and shout out to Kenny for uh, hooking us up with his room and shit. You know, word, it's word. it's lit, bro. We doing it out of the rooms and stuff. Es but Ash, get it. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, back with another guest today, and it's eleven. So, uh, Kev, eleven. Uh, before we get into everything today, brother, who is eleven today? How old are you? Kind of give the people that don't know you just a little bit about yourself, real quick, brother. So, eleven is basically, you know, I was trying to come up with something like a name or like you know, like a stage name mm-hmm. that kind of like made sense to me. And that would, like, kind of roll off the tongue. So I'm like, yo, it sounds corny, but, like, Kevin 11, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because I always try to aim for the best, you know, aim uh-huh. to try to do the best that I can in everything that I do. So it's, like, 11 out of 10, you know. That's kind mm. of, like, a lifestyle that I live, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, like, um, I'm 19 years old, born and raised in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, graduated from Hoover High School. Went to DMAC for one year and dropped out and pursued my dream of being a graphic designer. Snaps to that, snaps to that, man. I didn't really know the meaning behind the 11 thing, bro. That's super dope, that's super dope. I know uh, we, we'll we get into all the poetry stuff. I'm going to bring that up throughout the podcast and everything, but you know that's kind of where I knew you from, and that's dope that you kind of still have that yeah. background mm-hmm. through your name and everything. But the alter ego thing is kind of dope, though. I feel like, you know, I feel like that's kind of like your alter ego. Like, you can be Kevin Ha, but you can also be... 11 you know what i mean that's kind of dope to like have an artist's name that's kind of what i do with like yeah and, and all that, you know it's kind of like one in the same you know like mm-hmm. kevin ha and kevin 11 you know i just yep. feel like i'm just being myself you know like it's just like branding myself you yep. know because like you know i'm in the shit for the art you know yep. what i'm saying like I, I was sketching i was in all the art classes when i was younger and stuff like that but i'm like yo like growing up you know i'm 19 years old now i'm gonna get myself out there i gotta brand myself mm-hmm. you know so 11 it. really fit that i think i can dig it i can dig it man that's super dope kev let's get into uh just the backstory i'm gonna ask you just some questions about uh but what was it like for your experience growing up kind of just tell people that like what your experience was like growing yeah, up like so, Uber and all that stuff and everything like that yeah so i've been in this house i would say for better part of like 15 16 years now mm-hmm. um i turned 20 this year so yep. um it will be 16 years this year nice, brother. Nice. that we've you know lived at this home mm-hmm. um yeah growing up was it was really cool you know what i'm saying like uh we had our neighbors you know that literally live like right there um they mm-hmm. have you know a bunch of kids too so we were just all you know we were like the kids on the block type shit just be you know kicking what I'm it bro we just be kicking Going it around. eating krispy kreme donuts yep. you know like yep. looking out for like bugs and shit like yep. that you know just like fucking around just bro, doing whatever little kid man. shit like, man that's so little crazy. kid shit like everything was cool you know mm-hmm. um at least until um 
what was it? I was seven years old. Uh-huh. Uh, my parents started noticing like there's a lot of shit like going on with my like physical body and stuff. Like I kept falling over. You know, I was kind of like um, walking a little bit weirdly compared to the other kids and stuff like that. Um, so for you guys that don't know, I have Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Um, basically, that means uh, my body doesn't produce proteins, right? So my body doesn't produce the proteins that help your muscles grow. So it's kind of like a degenerative disease. And it was like at seven years old that I was diagnosed with it. Um, so around that time, you know, it really took a toll on my parents and stuff like that. Um, it didn't really take a toll on like my siblings or this and that. You know, we're kids. We don't really care about shit. You know what I'm saying? We just try to be as kid as we can, you know, as childish as we can. Um, but my parents, I think it was just like too much for them to stay here even you know so we moved to connecticut for about two and a half years to try to see you know if there's any cure or if there's any like kind of treatment out there um unfortunately there isn't no known cure right now um it's just a bunch of taking medicine um i go to iowa city once every year to just kind of do like exams and stuff you know like ekgs you know like cardiovascular type shit you know x-rays looking into my body making sure it's functioning well um yeah i mean i didn't really take a toll on me until like i got my first wheelchair um i was about nine years old when that happened they're like listen kev like we understand that this is like really hard for you to deal with and stuff like that yada 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 and like you know when i got that chair i like neglected it type shit you know like i didn't want to be around it i didn't want to sit in it i didn't want to look at it i'm like dude that's not me that's not who i am and then eventually like as the years went by you know 10 years old 11 years old 12 years old 13 you know my body started to get a little bit more weaker and i couldn't hold myself up anymore um so they said that when i was 10 years old that i should have been in a wheelchair full-time but i was still able to walk wow i was in a wheelchair full-time until like 14 years old so that's like freshman year of high school that's crazy um so you know like just dealing with this kind of you know illness you know it's it's a little bit tough you know like you got to rely on hella people, you know, to just, like, do shit for you that you can't do physically. Um, emotionally, that takes a toll on you as well, yeah. you know? Like, that just hit my parents out of nowhere, you know? Like, yeah. my my son, you know, my firstborn son is, like, he has this thing. He's not, like, fucked up or whatever, but, like, yeah. he has this, like, illness, you know? He should be normal, quote-unquote, yeah. you know? I and, feel like that's a hard thing to kind of struggle with, too, mm-hmm. man, because it's, like, you know, a lot of people out there, like, they they're not going through what you're going through yeah. so it's like it's hard to relate that with anybody but i feel like you do have like a core group of like family friends you know that just look after you and i think that that's super key to having that mm-hmm. uh you know like uh i've seen like you know you struggle with like things like depression and all that and it's like you know i feel like i can i can relate to that to a certain extent because like you know we all go through some messed up shit in our lives but mm-hmm. you know you have this this sickness and this illness and it's not even your fault it's not your parents fault it's nobody's fault you know it's just it's kind of the cards that you were dealt but like you're you you inspire me like so much and i don't even know if you know this but like you inspire me so much because it's like i can't relate to that but it's like I respect the hell out of you and mm-hmm. I respect like that you're still trying to be somebody be the best person that you can yeah. be regardless like of the um, 
like the handicap accessibility all that stuff you know like you're still trying to be just a teenager in america man and i respect you and i don't look at you any different than anybody else does Absolutely. so you know and i Absolutely. think that it's key that like you know you've surrounded yourself with like this core group of friends and family members like with the people that we met through movement 515 and everything else that we'll get into but you know i think having that like support and that backbone mm-hmm. is like key to kind of being able to you know you could always reach out to me like i always like hit you up and i'm like yo you need to talk like let's talk about some shit you know so i think that it's good that you do have that support mm-hmm. system and here's though. the thing with like everything that you just said too like i try not to compare myself or like my story to anybody else's mm-hmm. you know like you said everybody is different but yeah. the thing that i can really respect from everybody is that we we don't go through the same shit, mm-hmm. but we're going through some shit. Yeah. We understand what it means to feel pain. We yeah. know what it is like to feel love and all yeah. this and all that. All these different emotions, you know, anxiety and depression. Yeah. There's a fucking epidemic in America, dude. It's crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's and crazy. you know, definitely like my being in a wheelchair, you know, that has contributed to like my anxiety and my depression, especially like this past week, you know, it's just like really bad. Yeah. You know, where it's just like people don't respect my boundaries or yeah. whatever. Like they just see me as like not as like a commodity, but just like a circus act almost. You yeah. know, like oh, he has a motorized wheelchair that can do a bunch of these like normal functions. You know, yeah. but I try to tell myself that like, listen, they don't get what you're going through. You know, yeah. they're curious. Yeah. You know, they just don't understand. You yeah. know, it's ignorance, but ignorance is bliss. You know, yeah. It's just but like, do you feel like those people do they ask in like certain ways? Because I think that there is like a particular way that you could ask somebody mm-hmm. out of respect. You know, like I feel like I know how to ask you about some certain things. Like, you know, I'm asking you out of respect. I don't know if that's because we're friends or if it's just like, you know, I'm genuinely curious, but I know like what to say and what not to say. Yeah, does that make really, sense? Yeah, it does. Like it just really depends on who you are like if you're a stranger and like you know it's it's all about cadence and stuff like that like if you come up to me like yo why the fuck you in a wheelchair bro or like you know Mm -hmm. yada 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 i'm like i'm not gonna want to talk to you yeah but if you don't know me that well and just like hey like i'm really curious as to what's going on i'll absolutely like i want you to do that i want people to ask me and stuff like that you know what's going on instead of being like oh what's up crip or like what's up cripple you know this and that like i had that shit happen to me a lot in middle school you know what i'm saying like bro middle school was a oh my god like bro middle school is crazy though you know it's like nobody gave a fuck yeah bro everybody was ruthless bro could you imagine like growing up now in like the social media generation like we had it obviously in middle school but it was like I feel like now I would probably be doing some mess up shit. Like I'd probably get banned from Twitter, like all this shit. Like if I was acting the way that I was acting in middle school yeah. now online and everything. But I don't know, man. I think that you rise like an interesting point though about like middle school. Like everybody's just ruthless at that time. And it's like nobody has respect for boundaries. Like people just tell it how it is. Like which is, which is okay to a certain extent because it's like, you know, you don't want this to define who you are you're not Mm -hmm. trying to let it define who you are you don't try to let oppression or anything that uh is going on in your life define who you are because yeah we're not minor bro we made you exactly you know we're not like i i don't like hearing that we're the like minority or this and that we're Mm -hmm. the fucking majority dude exactly like white people are like you know like they're being outnumbered you Mm -hmm. know as we speak you know as times go by and that's not that's not to like diss them or anything that's just straight facts you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah so 
going back to 11 out of 10, mm-hmm. think major, never minor. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? Like, try to see how much more you can get out of something than, like, oh, this is the least I can get from it, you know? That's beautiful, bro. That's a beautiful message, too. How do you feel like... Uh, like your experience like do you feel like it's gotten better over the years though like you said that you were uh nine years old when you was when you were like officially like wheelchair bound basically right no so nine years old was when i got my first chair first chair but i didn't need it all the time and i didn't really use a wheelchair full time until i was like 14 okay mind you that's four years after you know, kind of like the the doctors, the checkpoint, or like what the doctors say. Gotcha. And I have a theory, actually. Uh-huh. I feel like doctors tell you you only have a certain time to live. Yeah. So when you beat that shit, it's, it's all like, fun and games. Yeah. It's all happy and shit like that. You know. That. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's kind of my theory. Uh. You yeah. know, like it's whatever. But um, I would say like physically, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it definitely has gotten like worse and stuff like yeah. that. Like I don't have the strength to, um. Like, I can't put my hands up in the air and stuff like that. You know, I can't, like, change my own shirt as effectively as I could, you know, when I was, like, younger. Like, obviously, when you're younger, you have a lot more energy and stuff like that. And, like, just, I think about it almost every day. It's like, whoa, like, I could walk, like, a fucking mile, you know? Like, I would be extremely exhausted, but I could do it, you know? I could walk, you know, hours in the mall and stuff like that, you know? Even though I was, like, walking weirdly, you know? Like... I was always insecure about that, but the fact that I was able to walk knowing I was on borrowed time yeah. was what made me, you know, take every step that I took. Um, and I would say, too, like, um, like mental health-wise, I would say it's definitely taking, like, a lot more of a toll on me, like, yeah. especially, like, in high school and stuff. Like, um, sophomore year is just really bad because my homie Ty had passed away. Um and it's just like I didn't go to school for like two weeks or whatever. And then when I went, it was just like I didn't want to be there, you know. Like I wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't present or anything. I just wanted to go home, you know, listen to like Kendrick Lamar, like Earl Sweatshirt or whatever, you know, like just sad shit and just yeah. be like, yo, I want, I need to manifest whatever the fuck I'm feeling, so I can like learn to like deal with it, you know, and like progressing from when I was like 15 to like 19 now, like I'm still there's still a lot of shit that I need to work on. There's still, like, a lot of things that, like, I can be doing better for myself, but, like, the experiences that I've gone through in my whole life have brought me to this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I think that you rise, like, an interesting point, you know, like, especially with, like, the music thing, uh, relating it back to when your homie passed away and everything, like, I think that I used to do that a lot back in like probably like junior year, give or take. Like, I don't know what it is about music, but if you're putting on like some sad vibe stuff, it's like it's intensifying the sadness. And then once the song, like, and once you've kind of like let the sadness run its course, it's like you feel so much better. Mm. I don't know why that is. It's like, you know, you're engulfing yourself inside of this sadness, but. At the end of it, it kind of just it feels like you're you've let it go to a Mm -hmm. certain extent, and then I think I've kind of progressed like uh, like twelfth grade. I think that I was definitely writing a lot of poetry, as were you at the time, and uh, and then now I feel like it's just I do it through like this podcast or you know just talking to friends or family members, you know, and just talking out my feelings. Yeah, I don't know if that's like something that you do a lot, like to kind of keep yourself in this like positive mindset, like you know I think that that's like the biggest thing that is hard for everybody to kind of master is like 
just staying positive even though when like the things around you are complete shit you know and Mm -hmm. it's like we're always going through like this that and the third like you've said that you've had like a terrible week but it's like you know you kind of keep this good head on your shoulders and like how do you feel like you uh how do you feel like you take it to the extent of like just trying to get through life and everything like how do you You just gotta fucking work dude like um i mentioned to you earlier uh that i did have a bad week and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um particularly just dealing with like anxiety you know with my whole wheelchair thing i was working this whole week you know what i'm saying like as fucking like upset and sad as i was you know i'm like i gotta pump this out i gotta pump that out i gotta do this i gotta do that you know there's people paying me for what i do you know what i'm saying they're like seeking me out for my work and it's like holy fuck you know that's so humbling yeah that's so crazy you know that somebody trusts me enough to like you know create a certain vibe for their like mixtape or whatever like their um their flyer they need me to do something like that's for the city that's for the community and shit like that especially like through movement 515 like Mm -hmm. shout out to rollins and lang you know they got me you dig they got me under a contract i don't know like i'm not gonna go into any details Mm -hmm. or whatever you know it's not like super secretive but like they're the ones who like really believed in me when i started doing this graphic design shit you know like i was like i'm gonna do this for free because i love y'all and they're like nah like we're gonna pay you for this shit and i'm like yo like this goes back to the youth this goes back to the community when people see that you know they're like i wonder who made that and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know like that's a beautiful thing bro I'll have, like, some of my friends Snapchatting me, like, some of them, like, Kenny, you know, he's still in high school, um, and I have, like, a few friends that are, like, seniors and shit, you know, Mm -hmm. so they'll be, like, sending me Snapchats of my poster in their school, and I'm like, yo, like, what? Like, that's fucking insane, That's just so dope, too, like, to see, like, other people, like, validating your work, Mm -hmm. you know, and then especially, like, shout out to Rollins and Lang, obviously, but, you know, like, having those people around you that like just believe in you 110 percent, i think is something that is key to just having in life and you know especially if you're struggling through Mm -hmm. shit you know they're they're almost like these like extra set of parents you know that's kind of how i felt i call them my white parents honestly (laughs) you know like they're like i respect them honestly you know because like they've taken me to performances you know they've like fed me and stuff like that you know they've given me space they've allowed me to cry with them they've allowed me to just be myself you know and it's really rare that i run into people like that nowadays that is a that is an interesting thing because like I feel like I don't meet a lot of people like that now, mm-hmm. you know, like, especially, like, out of high school, it's, like, I'm not seeing, like, everybody on a day-to-day basis, and I think that that's something that I do miss about high school, you know, it's just, like, having those people that were in your everyday life and just sitting down and having everyday conversations with them, like, all the time, it was kind of, like, it's something that I do miss, because, like, we were in the youth board together and mm-hmm. shit, and, you know, just, like, I always look back at, like, uh, the Snapchat memories and shit, I don't yeah. know if that comes up on your phone and all mm-hmm. that, but like uh seeing all of like the uh, like we just had like the promo stuff that came up on my phone a couple of days ago now there was like a snapchat of me and you on there and i was like damn that's so crazy and then we hit each other up for the podcast and stuff so it's like life works in mysterious ways yeah like i look back at those photos bro and i'm Mm -hmm. just like damn that was two years ago like what the fuck that shit just moves bro mm -hmm. life is too fucking short man and i think that that's something that i've learned like over these past couple years like you know that life is way too short and it's like i want to reach out to everybody that i can and just 
you know, just check up on them and just yeah. say, like, hey, bro, like, how you doing? Hey, how's how's it going? Like, I haven't talked to you in a while. You know, I was just thinking about you the other day, yada, yada. So it's, like, that's what I tell, like, all my friends. It's, like, don't be afraid to reach out to anybody. Yeah. I tell that to people that listen to the podcast all the time. You know, it's just, like, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody because it's, like, you never know what somebody's going through. And, you know, just having a simple conversation with somebody, it can just go a long way. Yeah, and, like... like no expectations to you like if you don't hold any expectations on those like uh conversations and it's a lot more better you know because like i think what people do is when they hit up other people like somebody that they haven't talked to in a long time it's like i want you to say this thing i want you to say that thing yada 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 but it's like you can't do that you know because you don't know like you don't know 100 percent what somebody is going through in their life or what they want to share and this and that you can't take it personal man yeah you can't i think that like you know it sucks because like a lot of people don't hit you up until like something like either really positive happens or something really negative happens mm-hmm. and that kind of sucks you know because it's like i appreciate them reaching out and like wishing their good lucks and all that stuff but it's like to a certain extent like it's like you should be reaching out at like random times because i feel like that just means mm-hmm. a lot more you know see and then people. it just goes back to that point of not having expectations you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like you just gotta do your own thing you just gotta yeah. do the art shit just yeah. because you like doing the art shit or you can do it just because you want to make money too i could give mm-hmm. a fuck exactly you know like this is my day job you know this yeah. is how i help pay the bills and stuff yeah. like that that's the truth yeah you know what i'm Absolutely. saying like i like i said i've been in art class for as long as i can remember mm-hmm. you know i do it for expression freedom of expression yeah. but at the same time logistically speaking Art is a business. Yeah. Music is a business. Podcasts, you know, like YouTube. This is like fucking going through YouTube. YouTube money, you know, as they say. Yeah. Like, you know, you just got to do what you got to do, you know, for the sake of doing it, Mm -hmm. basically. You know, like, is it going to better, is it going to better me? You know, is somebody going to feel this or whatever? It doesn't matter if people feel it or not. Regardless, somebody is going to feel it anyways. Yeah. You know. Do you feel like, uh, how do you feel like you balance... Because obviously, like in the first couple years, you said you've been doing graphic designs for about four years, give Mm. or take. But do you feel like during those like four couple years uh, before you started taking it serious in this past year, do you feel like you were trying to do it just because you love to do it? Yeah. Versus like now you kind of are working with clients and everything. How do you feel like, uh, do you feel like a lot of people, they tell you like what they want this like type of specific thing and then you kind of work around it with them like how do you feel like that like adjust your workflow with that so i would just say like i actually miss like the beginning stages of Mm -hmm. you know my graphic design career if you can call it that you know i kind of started off in like um 10th grade i would Mm -hmm. say you know and then i would just i would just be in the room you know just doing like all kinds of projects and shit like that you know that like i felt like i had more creative freedom in a sense Mm -hmm where it was like yo these this may not be like the best kind of work or whatever like you know there's definitely a lot more tools that i've learned Mm -hmm. you know over the years like i would not touch photoshop for like the longest time because i was scared of it you know i was scared of like learning it so i'm like i'm just do everything um illustrator and that's more like vector based shit it's more like shape 
shapey kind of things mm-hmm. where it's like Photoshop. It's literally called Photoshop. You can use yeah. pictures in there. Bro, Photoshop is like a different fucking animal. I'm like I mm. I barely use it, but you know, if I want to like add some crazy shit into some photos and stuff, like it's a little bit different. I've been trying to get into the graphic design stuff, but I feel like so, you're yeah. just the king of this shit. So nah, it's like, I know, wouldn't just, even say that I'm the bro, king of this shit because like I look up to so many people. Like what? shout out to Christian Elwood and yep. like a mm-hmm. board, you know what yep. I'm saying? Like they're fucking bro. insane. Insane, you know what I'm saying? You know, like I would never consider myself the best by any means. But I feel like you know, you. Whenever I see your work, though, I can tell that it's yours to a certain Mm. extent, which I think is like that's very key too. Is like you know, you found your own style and you found your own lane, and it's like you know, I think that whenever I see it, I'm like, holy fuck! Like it's like something about the colors, the way Mm. that it pops, and you know, you probably got way more just mastery to this shit that i yeah so just like going like if i if i can put it simply you know uh, like when i didn't have an identity i had a uh, lot more fun i would say yeah but now that i have an identity you know i've learned a lot more shit and like i'm definitely making a lot more better shit Uh you know what i'm saying but um it definitely does get kind of frustrating like Mm. when people don't come to me with ideas you know like i would rather you um come to me with like a photo at least you know and be like you know, you can do this, this and I want this vision because like when I like do something and like get free or, you know, just <coughs> uh-huh. go crazy, I may like it, but they're like, oh, this is not what, this is not the vision that I had for yeah. it, you know? So I encourage people, you know, like if they're going to come to me, um, for artwork, it's like, give me some ideas, give yeah. me a direction at least that I can yeah. go in because that's artwork for other people, mm-hmm. you know, as much as it is for me is for other people. Yeah. First and foremost. I feel that, bro. They're paying me. Mm -hmm. i gotta get them what they want yeah and i think that that's something that's it's a little bit tougher especially on the graphic design part of it like obviously like me and you're a little bit different like i do a lot of photography and Mm -hmm. video work so it's like it's mainly of them and they can see it like right off the bat but like nobody's like breathing over your shoulder like watching you create your artwork you know so it's like when you come back with the finished product it's like they may not like it but you know it's like you didn't tell me where to go with it so it's mm. like hard how do you feel like you go about telling them like you know like this is what i thought was dope i don't know if you think it's dope yada yada how do you feel like that process um, goes for you i i'm probably a lot different than like other people you mm-hmm. know like um i don't want to compare myself like mm-hmm. really to anybody but like i feel like christian has just been doing this for like a really long time like you yeah. can tell through his work that like yo like he knows what the fuck he's Bro. doing Bork, he knows what the fuck he's doing mm-hmm. you know so like right now i don't feel like i'm really established yet to the point where i can be like 100 percent confident in what i do um so i communicate with them you know yeah. i just communicate with people openly you know like hey like this is what i'm doing so far do you like it do you need me to change anything you know yeah. what i'm saying like I should definitely be charging a lot more for yeah. that, you know, to be fucking honest with you. Yeah. But, like, I gotta get something in my pockets, you know, and, like, we can that, make bro. it work, you know? If we can make it work, we can make it work. I feel that, man. You know? So, it's not really, like, it's not, like, super frustrating, but, um, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just what it is. How long does it usually take you to pump out a project? Does it like really depends, yeah. dude, because, like, when somebody hits me up for, uh-huh. like, a project, I'll have, like, a vague idea of what I want to do in my mind, but yeah. then when I, like, actually get to it, it's like, fuck, like, yeah. I gotta, come, like, I gotta, like, redo this whole thing, yeah. you know, type shit. Um, it takes me, it really, de- it just really depends. I can yeah. knock shit out in, like, a day, uh-huh. like, um, 
so like about a year ago, I was like really into like uh, photo editing and yeah. stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I would just do that off my phone. No shit. It would take me like an hour or two hours. My arms would start hurting type yeah. shit, you know, because I'm like I should be asleep type yeah, shit, but no like, shit. um, you know, like little edits like that on my phone take yeah. me not too much time at all, and then like. Some projects, like, dude, the really only reason why it takes me so long to do Mm -hmm. them is because, like, I procrastinate a lot. Yeah. And it's just, like, I want to do all these other things. I'm like, oh, I have my MacBook here, but at the same time, my PS4 is there, and I gotta kill shit. Yeah, 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 You know, and, like, Call of Duty or whatever, you know, I'll hold it off for a little bit. Well, I feel like that's that artist brain type thing. Like, I feel like I have that a lot. Like, I'll be doing something, like, I'll be doing homework, and I'm, like, thinking of, like, all the shit that's, like, going through my mind, and Mm -hmm. I'm, like, trying to, like, multitask and, like, write down notes, like so i can come back to it later like if i would go through my notes i would like have so many random just ideas and yeah. different folders and shit it's so just, it's crazy a pattern that, that i've noticed um mm-hmm. really is just like when i was doing shit for free i would take all the time in the world you know yeah. like you're not paying me whatever this yeah. and that no rush or whatever uh-huh. you know so i'm just like take as much fucking time as i need yeah. you know it'll be like a week or so yeah and then they will pay me and then you know it's dope. you know it's cool and all but yeah. like if you pay me like I'll try to get, like, if you pay me first, I'll try to get you in, like, one, two, like, three days. Yeah. Or whatever. Just because I, like, you know, I want to perfect the craft. Yeah. You know, I want to make as make it look as nice as possible and stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's, like, very minor shit that I need mm-hmm. to change. But, like, even if it is a word, um, or, like, just using a font, I don't think people understand how difficult it is. Or, like, how um, challenging it is. Like, you got to get the right size. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to line shit up. And I'm very OCD yeah. as it is, you know? So, it's, like, yeah. if I notice, like, something is not centered or something is off, I'm just like, fuck. I will, like, mm-hmm. work on it for, like, like half an hour almost, yeah. you know? Just on words. Yeah. And I crazy. feel like, you know, there's something about, like, especially if you're doing things like flyers or, uh, like, event catalog type shits. It's, like, you know, you have to have this visual that's appealing to the eyes so like if it's way over in the corner you're gonna be like oh shit like what is that like that those colors pop like i want to go over Mm -hmm. there and check it out but then you also like have to make the date like of the event so big then you have to do like who's putting it on like there's just a lot of shit that goes into graphic Mm -hmm. design that i feel like a lot of people don't really understand and like you know that i don't know if you worry about like the placement on oh that's like the number one thing that i stress out about Mm -hmm. when it comes to like doing flyers so like the most recent one i did was the des moines uh, team poetry slam for bnb yeah dude i literally spent all day just trying to fucking like do placements and stuff like that and trying to make things like different but Mm -hmm. at the same time you know make them the same if that makes sense you know and then like there's like some shit that's like hard to read but then i told myself like yo like i want people to really dive into what i'm making and like try to like dissect what i'm doing you know like not only just because like you can't fucking see it you know because you're like blind or whatever but like i want you to really you know take the time to understand my work and understand the art you know like why did i pick these colors you know because they contrast well they work well together you know this and that that. i feel that bro i respect that we'll get into some other questions here for you though brother um tell me about like your experience through movement 515 we've obviously been touching on it a lot but uh what was kind of like your first experience with them i don't know if we've ever talked about okay so um, like what, you had, have, what got you put on with them? Like, I had moved back from, uh, whatchamacallit, I had moved back from Connecticut in, like, mm-hmm. fifth grade, mm-hmm. so I didn't really go to school 
in Des Moines until like sixth grade or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, my cousin actually, uh, she's like the very first like member of Movement Five One Five. She just kind of told me about this like poetry group, and then like she would tell me about Mr. Rollins and Miss Lang when they were at Harding and yeah. stuff. Like, not a lot of people know that they used to work at Harding yeah. and stuff like that. And she would just tell me about this awesome class and these awesome teachers that she had. Yeah. You know, this support system, this poetry thing. I'm like, what the fuck is poetry? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, you know, I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it was intriguing because, like, my cousin was doing it. I'm like, yo, she's doing it, then I'm gonna do it type Facts. shit. Facts. Um, but I didn't really, like, get into all of that, you know, not until, like, I would say 10th grade. My very first yeah. show that I went to um, was Teen Summit. Teen yeah. Summit 2015. That was in just 10th like, grade? I think so. Was I think it? it was in 10th grade. Like, yeah. I had just met Rollins outside of the Come and Go yeah. Theater. That's I when think I had that was literally there. the same time that I got bought mm. into all of it, too. That's so crazy. I didn't know if that was your first event, too. That's yeah, so I, I saw her perform, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just like the intensity you know the passion and everybody giving props you know this community that i you know was feeling around me i'm like i want i need to be a part of that i want to be a part of that you know so just kind of talk to rollins and lang you know as Mm -hmm. time went by and i'm like yo i want to be in your class i want to be in urban leadership you know of course i heard about it uh heard about it from word of mouth Mm um and i was hooked bro i'm like yo i've never had this shit in my life before we're talking about real life issues and you know it made me question like my habits too you know like should i be using this particular word that i should not be fucking using yeah there's your answer you know you feel uncomfortable there's your answer you know it helped me challenge like myself and other people in a bunch of things you know well and i think that that's something that i really enjoyed about uh you know going into the teen summit event and just you know feeling the vibes that were just out there at the time like it was like something that i was just not accustomed to Mm -hmm. i was obviously like i knew about like politics and all this stuff but it was like whoa like there's actually so many people that are doing the same things Mm -hmm. at the time and it was like holy shit and they're like spitting poetry like i think that i went to a a graffiti class that that year Mm. and i was like wow like this shit is like so dope and like the people around are just all loving and they're just like always uplifting you and everything and i was just like okay i gotta get into this so i did the same thing uh just talked to him and then got into uh urban leadership the following year and that was kind of it and then uh, i feel like urban leadership was like something that was super dope for me to have because it was like i feel like i was surrounded by people that were very close-minded and they just like didn't understand the things that were going on in the world and i kind of wanted to be like that bridge to the gap of that you know and just like tell my friends like you know it's not cool for you to like be saying like gay slang terms and like all this stuff all the time you know like that's just not cool uh you know and like using one of the f words and all that and just like learning to you know just talk to like women differently like talk to them with respect and like you know there was just so much stuff that i was like holy shit like i had no idea that i was using all this stuff Mm -hmm. at the time but you know i'm willing to put that out in the universe and you know like everybody's human everybody's probably been there like if everybody had like their old twitter twitter accounts up and everything like oh man there's been some dirt that's been coming up like Mm -hmm. with the kevin hart shit you know like how he was talking about like uh gay folks i think like yeah a couple months ago or like way back in like i think it was like 2009 or something like that Mm -hmm. i don't know man it's like 
I'm willing to like, you know, accept my faults and like, you know, try to be this better person. And I think that movement 515 and uh, urban leadership just kind of opened that door for yeah. me. Yeah, so super urban leadership for me is just kind of like learning to unlearn mm-hmm. some things, you know, toxic yep. behaviors mm-hmm. and how to talk to people and stuff like that. How to talk to yourself. Yep. Honestly, you know, like this self-defeating talk that I used to you know that i still give myself sometimes you know like you're you're not shit yeah. you know this is not good or whatever you're not like a decent human being but like all of that is obviously not true you know yeah. so really like through urban leadership i was able to teach myself like self-love mm-hmm. and stuff like that and what that really means you know like cutting off negative or like toxic behaviors but at the same time being able to confront them yeah um i saw something online where it's just like you know this false idea of like self-love just like oh that's not serving me it's toxic whatever blah 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 no it may not be serving you but it's something fucking important so like take care of that shit you know what i mean like yeah i think that it's important to like you know master the idea of self-love not only that but also to spread love and Mm. nothing but love to the entire universe you know it's like you know there's so much hate around us in every different way shape or form that you can think of so it's like if you can literally just take a second out of your day maybe just compliment somebody just say like hey i like those shoes bro that that right there could like just change the course of somebody's life by just saying like one little positive thing about their appearance yada yada and just you know making people feel validated like just spreading positivity instead of saying like Ugh, man like your clothes are whack like yada yada it's like yeah what the fuck is the point of that you know mm-hmm. and same thing goes for like all the all the uh oh my god i'm drawing a blank like all the things that we talked about in urban leadership you know it just kind of it made me value all these different people and all these different walks of life you know and it's like i want to learn more about everybody's like i want to respect all people in the ways that i can regardless if they even hate the things that i'm doing like i want to just take the time and just have a conversation with them and you know try to like change their minds about some things or like you know get them to realize that what they're saying is kind of marginalizing some groups of people and that's just not cool and that's not the way you should be living your life either so but i think that there is kind of like something that i've been struggling with lately though is like you know i think that it's not right for some of us to be like saying like we can only think this way because then i think that that's just as wrong as the hateful comments that people say because it's like you're forcing it down somebody's throat you know because like i respect that everybody has their own opinion even though it's not, not gonna match mine and i think that that's something that i've tried to like take a step back from and it's like you know I think that you should always be putting out positive energy into the world, but it's like, you know, if if they don't want to do it, then I'm not going to force it to them, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that I've been struggling with a little bit, but it's kind of tough to kind of figure that out. It's just like, just be a hundred percent with your feelings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like not every day is going to be a happy day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, I, I I seen my mom this morning, you know, and I, like, smiled at her. And, like, that really, like, changed the vibe of my whole day. Yeah. You know, but that was, like, real. That was genuine. I felt that, you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's some mornings where I just wake up and it's like, I don't care who you are. Like, if I see you, I'm, like, gonna, like, frown at you type shit, you know. Because that's just how I'm feeling. I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. I just want to go back to fucking sleep. Yeah. You know, so if you're sad or angry or this and that, you know, like, 
feel that 100%, but, like, do it in such a way that you're not harming other people. Yeah, I can dig that. I can dig that. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that I was trying to preach back in high school, and I feel like I've kind of lost my way. It's just because, like, we were surrounded by that stuff every day. Like, it was mm-hmm. so dope. Like, I loved senior year, like, just talking to you guys, like, every day. Like, we had the whole group chat and shit, you know, mm-hmm. just everybody talking about life and uh, just everything that was going on in the universe at the time. But, you know, I think that... That's something that I'm trying to get back into, but you know, I think that I've been learning to kind of uh, just have these conversations with people and like get them to talk about these fucked up topics and everything and like see their viewpoint on it mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of like interject my thoughts and opinions on it and like I'll always preach that positivity and then like if they want to spew something negative, I'll be like, hey bro, like I respect what you're saying, but like I think that you should think about it maybe this way mm. and then like if they they're like oh shit like i didn't think about it that, and that's why that i really way. like that's why i really like the title of your podcast too it's mm-hmm. like called the truth mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be good it doesn't have to be bad it could be either one but yep. it's just the truth yeah. you know these are like real life things mm-hmm. that i'm feeling that other people are feeling you know like maybe other people can relate to it you know yeah. like even you you can relate to some mm-hmm. of these things that i'm talking about yeah you know and that's i think all it that is. that's like something that you know you have to realize that not everybody is going to think the same not everybody is going to act the same like people are just we're all different but we're all made the same we're all mm-hmm. humans you know so it's like i have to respect that this person over here he's gonna have a different opinion than me this girl right here she might have the same opinion as me and that's cool but it's like you know i want it's not gonna shy me away from like getting somebody on the podcast because like they fuck with Donald Trump or like whatever it's like you know I, I can respect like hey bro if you want to do that you do you over there we're gonna have a conversation and you know it's not gonna kind of affect me anymore because it's just like it's it's kind of a tough thing because it's like if they if they hate who I'm about then that's kind of where I draw the line well at but, the same time though if you're able to talk to the hateful person mm-hmm. and be the one to change their mind that's Holy like the biggest shit, key, dude. bro. That's you know what you have key. just done? Mm-hmm. It, you know, like, it may not seem like a big deal or whatever, but, like, I, I had a psychology professor, you know? Mm-hmm. He used to talk with the KKK people, you know? He's black, <laughs> you know? like That's crazy. He He's really proud of that kind of mm-hmm. shit, you know? He's like, I was able to stop these people from, like, being racist, you know? I yeah. made them my friend because I was able to just talk to them. Yeah. Well, you know? I think that, you know, a lot of people, they just... They don't really realize like what they're saying because it's either their parents have raised them that way or you know like it's all, all a reflection it, of the self yeah honestly. it's like it's something weird bro mm-hmm. i don't know what how to even explain it it's just you know some people just have a lot of hate in their hearts and everything and they don't even know that it's hate but it's like you know it's coming off in a weird way and it's like I think that there is like a way to think in society that is correct, but you know, you don't always have to hit on every single correct thing in society. Yeah. And I think that that's what makes the world go round, you know, like obviously there's gonna be some hateful people out there, but you know, if you're gonna be all hateful all the time, then that's that's something that I don't want in my life, but you know, I can respect you if you if you just do you over there, I'm gonna do me over here. And that's all that I can really do so but we'll get into some other questions here for you though brother um what is your dream graphic design project like if you had somebody hit you up in the dms or an (laughs) email or some shit could be like an artist like i know you'd be fucking with frank ocean and like all this stuff like who what would be like the dream project for you 
That's really hard, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, let it sit, bro. Let it marinate, you know. Man, that is really difficult. Uh, just any any artist that I fuck with, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, yo, I've seen your work. I want you to do like a cover art for me or this and that. Yo, that would be insane. Yeah. Like, there's really nobody in particular that would just oh, be shit. like. Who are you like know. your favorite artist right now? My, right now, shit. Um, there's this. Okay, so, like, for instrumentals, there's uh-huh. this person named, like, Patsu. Okay. You know, it's, like, more of that, like, lo-fi, yep. you know, old-school type shit. Yeah. Um, and then there's Tierra Whack. I've just been really fucking with Tierra Whack oh, a lot lately. Oh, like, um, these past few weeks, she's just been dropping one song after one song after, you know, after another. And I'm just like, yo, that shit is fire. That shit is so good. That shit good. is so good. <laughs> um, I'm really trying to think Little Sims as well. Um, she's an MC from the UK. She just dropped okay. an album, uh, Gray Area. Okay. Highly recommend everybody no check shit. it out. It's so good. Um, Ashy Meat, I would say. Ashy, Ashy Meat, Meat. You, you know, that's some local you shit. You know, I'm always bumping. God, I'm always bumping and stuff, <laughs> bro. Like, to I Meat, swear to God, bro. Like, Ashy Meat is, like, one of the most original yeah. and just characteristic people that I've not really spent a lot of time with him, like, personally, uh-huh. but you can just hear it in his songs, you know, yeah. like, his cartoonistic, you know, personality. He's and, not you know, afraid he's to, like, show his personality. He's really not. Like, he'd be saying, like, crazy shit, like, yeah. uh, what, what was that song? Like, she want dick, not a wedding ring. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Who comes up with that shit, dude? But he's it's just, like, Ashley Meek comes up with that shit, you That's know? Those are the dope. type of people that, like... Or type of artist that like I really like flock to because I'm like yo this is like the shit I was listening to in middle school you know yeah. the Odd Future type shit yeah, you know stuff that yeah, yeah. nobody else wanted to listen to but I eventually caught on like I'm gonna say it right here mm-hmm. I put all the white people onto fucking Odd Future at Callanan bro shout them out shout them out I'm gonna say that right now That's but crazy. um yeah I would just say like those names that I just mentioned are really the only ones that I can really like come up with like you know there'll be some people or like some artists that come up in the rotation and i'll be like yeah i'm gonna keep this on like yeah. uh six four you know or six, like six four, four um, like uh volume one man i'm still bumping that shit to this right. day and i'm like dude it's fucking incredible like oh, shit. it's awesome That's like super literally incredible. uh shit i'm really trying to think of more people that like i listen to i don't know where the fuck my phone's at but shit. uh Shout out to all the artists. Damn, that's City, hard. I'm gonna have know. to like fucking like come up with like a list and like put yeah. it out there of like who I think people should just be checking like, out. Yeah. Bro, there's like, so like many people. Three. There's so many people out there that are just grinding in the city, man. And I think that that's super dope to see it. Cause like, you know, I always see like, I think that it's super dope that right now in our city, like we're all like retweeting and sharing out each other's work. And like, you know, that is what I think this community needs. It's like just everybody just sharing out and just showing love, you know, because they're, I don't know what it is, like everybody is kind of, a couple years ago, everybody was like too hostile and they felt like, you know, oh, this is only me that should be doing this, yada, yada, and it's like, bro, you gotta respect that everybody can do yeah. your art form, you know, like, so, like you don't own the shit, so Yeah, it's like, like you know, I'll admit that like, I don't feel like I own graphic design mm-hmm. or whatever, like I'm mm-hmm. obviously not the first one, I'm not gonna be the last mm-hmm. one to ever do this thing. Um, but I'll admit that there's, like, I'm very selective about, like, who I, uh, 
not really like support but like who i like retweet or you know like and shit like yeah. if i'm just not feeling your shit i'm not gonna retweet or like it but yeah. i'm gonna support what you're doing you yeah. know what i'm saying like Absolutely. there's a bunch of artists that like yo like maybe like morally or personally i may not agree on a lot of shit but like yeah. yo i'm not gonna knock the fact that they like made it to like another fucking city or whatever yeah. you know that they're getting money like you yeah. know if you have more money than me then i don't i can't say shit yeah factual. i can't say shit you know what i'm factual. saying but like you know like me not retweeting your shit it's not really gonna hurt you or whatever mm-hmm. but i do agree though like back to your point that like if we just swallowed our pride and just be like yo just like help a homie out you know yeah. you never know who's gonna like see and this or whatever or like give that, that energy know? back to you later you mm-hmm. know that's kind of something that i've been learning too but you know that's something that i've been trying to uh do too is like separate people's morals from their art too because i think that like especially with people like kanye west and shit mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of hard because you know kanye was literally like preaching the opposite of like him liking donald trump now yeah like, like, know, so like i was, was listening to watch the throne the other day uh-huh. and like the song new day you know uh-huh. like uh uh that came up and he's talking about like this is when he didn't have a son you know what uh-huh. i mean and then just like thinking like would he tell saint the same shit now yeah you know what i'm saying that he was saying in those songs before like you know yeah. just like all this shit that he was talking about before you know but like that man is gone absolutely insane Kanye if you want to be on the podcast bro I'd love to get you on but you know uh he's just been saying a lot of crazy stuff as of late you know and I think that I still respect his music I still love his music all this stuff but it's like you know some of the stuff that he's the climate now is just like it's really interesting you know Uh like this whole like cancel culture and like um I guess if you just call it that cancel culture yeah, yeah like I mean there's like little shit that people shouldn't be like canceled over you know what i mean it's like whatever this and that and it's like there are people that you definitely should be canceling like fuck r kelly bro i'm gonna say it right now like fuck r kelly i don't care what you say you know um but it's hard you know like where do you draw the line with that kind of shit you know like it's tough Song. Uh, cigarettes, oh cigarettes, my mama. Chance, Chance the Rapper, bro. Yeah, big, bro. Chance I haven't heard rapper. that song in a minute, bro. That's Honestly. crazy. Bro, we'll get everything kind of kicked back in real quick. But, uh, yeah, so Dream Graphic Design Project, you don't feel like there's anything that really sticks out. If there was an artist that hit you up, you just feel like you'd do it. Mm, a few names that came up, honestly, as we were just, like, talking, like, mm-hmm. I just think of right away. Tyler, the creator, is just, yeah. like, number one inspiration for yeah. everything that I do. You know, he kind of helped, like, in middle school, he kind of helped me, like, develop the personality in a yeah. sense where it's just, like, yo, don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to be yourself, you know, or, like, be mm-hmm. different or, like, weird or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. um, I feel like he really represents, like, the weird kids, you know, mm-hmm. like, quote-unquote. Um, but definitely, like, he would be my my dream collaboration kind of thing or like a dream commission you know yeah. like i would love to do something for like golf floor or whatever yeah. you know like i would love to like make his cover art or this and that you know like that would be super dope yeah but i can honestly, see i can Tyler. see that vibe through your work too like i feel like that would just be like the dream collab like for me seeing your work too mm-hmm. for some reason like i just feel like that would just i love just colors in. Yeah. i just love that's you your know, thing vibrant, like, I can just you know tell. colorful mm-hmm. type shit you know like i don't like making anything really dull yeah. and stuff like that i love you know figuring out how different colors work together and mm-hmm. stuff like that how do they contrast like i said before 
you know like all that shit matters you know like color schemes matter and stuff so i've just been trying to experiment with different stuff and then sometimes i just go back to what works you know like it may be the you know same thing or like same type of thing that i've done before but people can tell oh kevin did that you know because like that's my style yeah that makes sense i can dig it bro i can dig it and i can see it in your work and i respect the fuck out of it and whenever i see it i'm like oh kevin put on some more heat right now (laughs) shit that shit's going crazy but uh we kind of just touched on do you feel like you have any other inspirations because i was going to ask you like who or what is kind of the inspiration to do it oh do? yeah i was waiting for this question low mm-hmm. key because like i draw inspiration from everything yeah um i feel like that happens as an artist like i don't even consider you just a graphic designer like, i consider you like an artist of like yeah you like do, and, you can do it you know so obviously all the musical influences mm-hmm. that i've just named off um like even just like toys you know i draw inspiration from toys or even like over there there's like some pop like uh funko pops and stuff like that i'm like yo they have turned something so simple into this like multi like million or like even billion dollar like industry you know like just how that shit works you know architecture and stuff like that like why is my house the way it's set up you know because like if you do it a different way your house might break apart or whatever you know like just how things work the science of things you know just like how everything flows together that is really inspirational to me yeah pro wrestling man i've been fucking hooked since i was like wwf like seven you know like when i was like seven years old you know i've been hooked ever since you know and and then like when i learned like that it was like quote-unquote fake or whatever like scripted yeah that's when i really started to respect it more and see it as an art form because like you gotta trust the other person that you're working with. Bro, that it's not like working. Them, it's like, not people working against each other. It's yeah. people working together. You know, yeah. like I can't drop you on your fucking head, or you literally you could die. die bro, yeah. You know, like it's really an art form, and like there's different types of matches too. You yeah. know, quick, fast pace. You know, cruiserweight matches or whatever, yeah. and Rey Mysterio type matches, or like slow, methodically paced. You know, yeah. Bret Hart type matches yeah. and shit like that. You know. Uh, and then like the swagger of those dudes too like Shawn michaels way back in the day pff, his swagger was unmatched man. literally do oh like God. you know but he like would walk down to the uh to the floor naked like with only a title belt around his crotch and shit like that shit just goes like nuts, everybody bro. in third grade at least or like in elementary school mm-hmm. was doing the dx like cross chop bro mm-hmm. like at least like everybody has gotten in trouble for you know doing that shit and stuff like that and it's like whatever you know i'm saying like suck it yeah you know because it's a catchphrase or whatever you know but what i really enjoy about wrestling in particular is how larger than life some of these people are especially like you know the people that we grew up watching you know like undertaker and kane i really thought that man was a dead man you know like they really made you believe and you know i feel like in wrestling that's kind of like a lost art form yeah you know making people believe that it's real even though obviously it's not you know but what's acting though basically Mm -hmm. like you still gotta respect it and like i respect the fuck out of it like you can't fake somebody jumping off like a 40 foot ladder yeah and it's not even just that you know like it goes back to the entrances and stuff like Mm -hmm. that you know it goes to that persona um, persona just, crowd reaction yeah. it goes to you know like 
there's a lot of graphic design shit, you know, mm-hmm. involved in wrestling, you know, t-shirt designs yeah. and stuff like that, you know, like, Bro, that um, shit's so flyers crazy. and yeah. stuff like that, you know, just I the lighting, like, everything, about it, like, all of all that, the way you know, into like, the art form piece, but you do rise some, like, interesting points with that shit, because, like, oh my god, like, I was so hooked with that shit, like, I don't know why I really stopped watching it, but it was just, it was a dope way to, like, pass the time, you know, and just, mm-hmm. like, get invested into a show and, you know, just watch, like, the pay-per-views and all this stuff. Yeah. You know, it was, it's like one of my guilty pleasures now because uh-huh. like I definitely will have some people like who are watching this or whatever and be like, oh, this guy's a fucking nerd or whatever. Yeah, bro, this and that. But but like, like, I don't care. Bro, Y'all be watching Naruto and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so that's what like, I'm whatever, saying, you know? bro. Like, like, I'm trying. I grew to get, up with that. You know, I got yeah. inspired by that as well. You know, like cartoons, toys. You know, yeah. I'm really like I'm still a child, bro. Like, bro, hands I'm down, like I'm still too, a child man. at heart. You know, like mm-hmm. I just. Anything that really captures my eye or is just, like, interesting to me, you know? Yeah. I draw inspiration from that. But I feel like it's coming back into style, almost. Like, we got the fucking like nostalgia. Jonas Brothers like coming nostalgia back Nostalgia is shit. such a fucking good selling yeah, point exactly. that it's just, like, we know that we're shifting into a different generation mm-hmm. with all these technological advancements and stuff yeah. like that. And we're, we're just trying to awaken each other in like different ways you know whether that's spiritually this whole like vegan this like pro-vegan movement Mm -hmm. you know just trying to capture everything that like happened in the 90s or whatever you know trying to bring that back and like add a new style to it you know like i feel like we all know things are changing things are coming things are going you know so like nostalgia is just something that like we can all rely on you know because it's like it's kind of timeless in a mm-hmm. sense, you know, that like, holy shit, the Jonas Brothers are yeah. doing a thing. Hannah Montana is not rapping. Like, thank God. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like. Factual. Like, but I get what you're saying, though, because like, I feel like the nostalgia thing, like, I always see it like throughout my timeline or whatever, especially in like photos or whatever, like a lot of people add like grain or, you know, like the uh, distortion from like old film cameras and shit, you know, and you probably can like relate to that being oh, graphic yeah, design, dude. like you yeah. just, that, that's like the vibe that everybody kind of likes, I don't know what it is, it's just, it's visually appealing, but you know, maybe back like 40 years ago, that probably wasn't even cool, it was just like, it was just like the thing, yeah, you know? it was just uh-huh. like the norm, it was like, oh shit, but you know i just think it, it. nostalgia is you know like it it kind of fills a void it fills yeah. a void you know that we're kind of missing it like oh i miss my childhood or like yeah. i miss when like myspace used to be a thing or like yeah. you know like Lil wayne was having motherfuckers wearing skinny jeans or like you know uh was khalifa you know making everybody wear chuck taylors and yeah. stuff like that like Black and yellow, but people yeah. don't understand how influential you know like old shit is until it's gone you know you yeah. never know what you're missing until it's gone type shit yeah and that's why nostalgia is a really powerful thing. Yeah, it's a you huge know? selling point too, especially in today's world. And you know, I've been like watching a lot of like Dragon Ball Z and shit again, and you know, just like like I still a play Pokemon, bro. Yeah, like, bro. I just played before I came here. Bro. I will literally <laughs> buy every single Pokemon game that fucking bro, comes out until like the day I die. I'm you know what I'm need saying? To like do that. I'm gonna need to do that. I can I can only really give it the ones that I was playing as a kid though like fire red and like uh leaf green and like all that shit yeah you know much past that i I can really give a shit less Mm. but those are my faves and i'll play those till the day i die absolutely man that shit's crazy um getting into some of the closing questions here for you though brother um tell me what is there uh any future plans that you got coming or anything um Literally, all I want to do is open up my own social club. Word. Um, if that kind of makes sense. Word. Um, not like 
copying exactly what yeah. they're doing, but just like opening up a space, you know, a community space where um, the youth can really get free, especially like youth that may not have all the resources that they have, you know, like we live in the so-called ghetto. I don't even really consider it a yeah. ghetto, but it's not like West Des Moines. It's definitely yeah. not like um, the rich part of like the Drake neighborhood yeah. or whatever, this and that. But I feel you know, like, like Des Moines like, growing so much mm-hmm. that like, you know, I feel like a lot of the older houses like have character. Like I live in an older house, you know, and it's like a lot of my teachers and like uh, a lot of my friends are like getting houses over in the Drake neighborhood and everything. It's just like, I love these houses that are over here. You know, it's just like, they just speak a different, it speaks to me. Yeah. I mean, it speaks to my vibe. Like I really give a shit less about like the houses that are made like over in Western Wine because like they're built in like a summer maybe. So like, but these houses, it took them years to build, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know what it is, but I just, it really just speaks to me and it speaks to the vibe that so, I like, but. yeah, like, speaking on that, like, mm-hmm. it may, like, you know, carry some kind of significance to you, but, like, mm-hmm. it carries a significant difference for me, you know, whereas, like, I've seen my neighbor's house get burned down, you yeah. know, there's, like, um, there's a house on the corner that nobody has, like, lived in fucking forever. No I think somebody shit. died in it, to be honest. No shit. I'm gonna just keep it real with you. Damn. Um, but it goes back to the point of, like, the community, you know, yeah. like, them, you know, kids, especially not having all the resources yeah. that they need. I want to open up my own space mm-hmm. so they can feel safe, you know, yeah. so they have shelter, they have food, they have, you know, like, freedom of expression, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I want to paint all the walls, you know, That's like, a beautiful thing, you know, make, like, murals or whatever, put a yeah. skate park in that bitch, you know, just so video beautiful. game room. All the shit that I love, uh-huh. you know, just, have I want to put it all together. Roof. Yeah. All under one roof or all under one so space dope. or whatever that's and shit so like that. You know, that's like so that's literally the number one goal and just to keep traveling the world. I want to have friends in different places, you know. I want to like I feel like we are really limited if we stay in one spot. Yeah. Um, whether that be in Iowa, mm-hmm. you're limiting yourself if you're not expanding out to like a different state or whatever, yeah. just to see how they live. Yeah. You you know, you're not really like there's so much out there in the world that we just don't know about and it's done differently in different places yeah. you know like well i think that traveling is like a very key thing not only like just to have those experiences but like have those experiences also change you into mm-hmm. the person that you are like i've i've been to places like haiti and like that is just like a totally different mm-hmm. vibe to what it is now like there's a, a bunch of dudes that were like uh they're just hardcore hustlers bro and like i respected the fuck out of it like they would create these like shot glasses out of wood or like wooden necklaces and stuff and like they would come up to me and they'd be like hey what's your name and i was like my name's nico and then buddy would just start carving my name into a shot glass to like get me to buy it from him I'm like, yeah Damn, it's bro. a really like get it how you live it uh-huh. kind of lifestyle in like third world countries like yeah. i've been to um like vietnam dude yeah totally life-changing experience and like vietnamese culture is like preserve everything really it's all about the little things bro Mm -hmm. but they fucking matter you know you better eat that you know rice to the last grain whatever because there's some people that yo they gotta like plant that shit they can pick each piece of rice don't they or how is how does it work um it really depends there's like Mm -hmm. um different techniques and stuff like that i'm not like really all into that you know i just kind of let them do their magic yeah especially like when they're cooking you know just like 
holy fuck, dude, like, you're creating magic, literally, you know, but... I'm gonna need to make it over there, because I want to get, like, immersed into that culture, too, I just want to, like... Like, when I went, I believe, I Mm -hmm. technically have, like, an uncle who is, like, not too much older than me, but he Uh was, like, selling duck eggs on the beach, you know, like, you gotta do that shit just to survive, bro, you know, like, there's some kids that don't even go to school, like, like, my dad said, if I can be a little bit candid, you know, he went to school up until second grade. Word. And then he had to work. Damn. Think about that. That's just Think crazy. About like, that. you know, that would never be allowed yeah. here, you know? That's crazy Absolutely how different not. our lives are from them, too, man. It's like, I don't know, like, and I feel like a lot of, like, the people that we went to school with, they're just like, fuck school. Like, I don't want to come here. Like, all this mm-hmm. shit, you know? And, like, a lot of people, they just, they come over here to go to school because it's free, like, all this stuff. And it's like damn like we don't even value that shit and just so like just the like, morals and the values yeah. are so different around the world like as you travel, i feel like right? i'm so in between with that too uh-huh. because like i'm i'm obviously an asian american mm-hmm. you know what i mean like my parents are like you gotta go to school you gotta get good grades you gotta do your homework all this and yada 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 yeah. and then i start seeing the flaws yeah in the american you know education system I'm like yo fuck this shit yeah. you know i don't want to be here like my last year um at hoover i was uh-huh. not there at all you know i was Word. like i was at central you know because i'm like i don't want anything to do with this place and like you know like i remember in the last podcast jevy was like i love hoover this and that and i'm like Uh, yo i have like i love the people from there you know some of them uh, but um it just wasn't the place for me always you know you know like uh shout out mr avery shout out mr nidal and stuff like that but like man i it it was crazy it got to the point where i related more to the teachers than i could the other students you know I feel that, bro. And I feel like there's something about the Central kids, too. Like, we all just kind of get along. I don't know. Like, I spent a little bit of time there, but you obviously were there, like, all the time. Mm. But I don't know. It's like people just kind of just click there. It's some some weird. I don't know if it's because, like, you know, we haven't grown up with each other the entire parts of our lives I feel or like there was more options. And yeah. that allowed people to really be themselves yeah. you know what i mean like you got the marine bio kids who are just like yeah. i just love fish you know i love yeah. like learning about all this like crazy stuff i'm like yo that's tight you know yeah. you have the criminal justice kids you have the urban leadership graphic design yeah. photography there's just so many options yeah and so many things that like you know like hoover the one thing i liked about hoover is how mm-hmm. diverse it was you know yeah central yeah. campus is able to you know it's able to be as diverse because of just how many options and different things that you can be involved in and not be like ashamed for it you know like they don't have a sports team or whatever you know like not to knock any like sports people Mm -hmm. or whatever you know like we do sports that's cool and all but like yo they're definitely they get more attention than the art students do you know like the theater kids and this and that and there that's should what be I, I really love representation. That. Yeah, I really love that about Central too. Central is just a dope experience to have throughout high school. But that was super dope, man. Um, Kev, getting into some of the other closing questions I have here for you though. Um, what is one thing that you have to do in life? So when it's all said and done and you're sitting on your deathbed, what is that one thing that you have to say that you've done? I gotta be a legend, bro. And I got to carry a legacy. I got to make people remember me for who I was and what I did. You know, I want to be somebody that, like, that helps others. You know what I mean? And, like, I I need help every single day type shit. You know, I say thank you. I say please. You know, I say 
all these different things, you know, just like every single day, it's almost like a mantra, you know, like, I just want to do better for the world, you know, like when I leave it and stuff like that, like, that's really, that's really about it, you know, it goes back to opening up that community center um, that I was talking about, you know, and just doing, doing shit that like, you know, like people like Nipsey did, you know, like I was just really thinking about him the other day, like, especially because he passed, I'm like, Yo, I didn't even listen to this dude's music like that, but I understood what he did for the community, you know? Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. It's That's beyond the music. Thing. It's beyond just graphic design mm-hmm. for me, bro. Like, I want kids to know that you can freely express yourself. You can be whoever the fuck that you want to be, mm-hmm. you and know? Without any remorse. Your anything. pain, your sadness, mm-hmm. all of that does not define who you are. Actually, you know? Sad. Try to be better for yourself. And then try to be better for the sake of humanity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bro. That's all I got. Yes, sir. Um, last question for you here, brother. Um, something that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast. So you probably heard it, and I probably know what your answer is going to be, actually, but <laughs> we're going to ask it. So uh, I want you to imagine that I have a copy of the New York Times written right here, okay? So it's uh, written from 10 years from now. Uh, there's a cover page, and it's a picture of you, and there's an article written about you. What is this a picture of and what is written in this article? Honestly, if I am walking again by that point, it wouldn't even matter to me. Um, it would be me sitting in a throne. Word. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Like, I'm, I don't want to say that uh, I'm a king or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was just like a representation of just like more than more than what people see me as. You know, mm-hmm. people like obviously you, when you see me out in public, I'm in my wheelchair and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, but doesn't define me it just helps me get around you know yeah. what i'm saying so when i'm sitting in that throne it's just like damn like he's you know he's just more than what he is you know what i'm saying he's more than what you guys see and the article is just going to be talking about like what whatever's going on like in my life you know whatever like we're doing right now you know just be as candid as that I'll just be as honest as that you know yeah. who knows what's going to happen in 10 years mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I'm going to be alive, to be honest with you. You know, not to, like, down anybody, but it's just, like, you never know. Mm-hmm. You never fucking know. And you know what I'm saying? Way like, too short, 10 years from now, I'll be 29 years old, bro. That's just crazy. Almost 30, you and know? That's like, crazy, like, how the decades, like, mm-hmm. just defer. Like, thinking about, like, when I was 10 years old to now 20, and then in 10 years I'll be 30, like, how different the time frames of your life are. Just in, like, a short amount of time. Like, 10 years doesn't seem like it's that much, but for us, obviously, like, that's half yeah. of our lives. And, like, but... the feel of that article, I would think, would be, like, is, you know, exactly what it is right now, you know? Like as open and honest as can be but as childish as can be yeah. you know like 30 is still young you know what i'm saying like 40 is still young if you have that young mindset you know you can be young forever yeah exactly man you know like you're only as old as you feel bro you know you gotta just like what you've been saying the entire podcast you know just don't feel sorry about being yourself mm-hmm. you know you just gotta be yourself the entire time absolutely but Kev, where can everybody find you on social media and all that stuff? You want to um, shout some people out? Now is the time to do that. Uh, okay, you can just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kev Neezy, mm-hmm. you know, K-E-V-K-N-E-E-Z-Y. Yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. You know, that's the two main things that I'd be working on. Um, 
Facebook, I mean, you can add me, Kevin Ha, Kevin yeah, Eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I try not to use it as much because I feel like it doesn't serve a purpose for me. Really? Um, well, it does serve a purpose, but like, mm-hmm. you know, just like shit I see on it and the amount of support I get on yeah. it. Yeah. It's just like, whatever. It's like my yeah. burner account. Yeah, type shit, you I feel know? that. I feel that. Um, I respect that. And honestly, just uh, shout out to everybody who's, you know, a young visionary, young artist, whoever's out here doing the thing, traveling the world. Living your dream, shout out, man. Like I, I see everybody, you know what I mean, and like I'm proud of everybody. Like I'm proud of myself. I just want everybody to win, type shit. You know, Absolutely. even even if we don't see eye to eye on everything. Absolutely. Collectively, I want to see us all win. God. That's it. Snaps that, Kev. I appreciate you for opening up your home to me and. uh you know, just allowing me. Yeah, to, thanks for having me on the podcast, man. Brother. I absolutely, absolutely love what you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we dove into a lot of stuff today. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff about Kevin's story. And, uh, you know, we just talked about the main points of the podcast, basically, is like, you know, just don't be, don't apologize for being yourself. Basically, that's kind of what I've taken away from it. You know, just be who you are unapologetically and just keep it moving and if people like you they'll like you they don't like you fuck them who cares but uh ladies and gentlemen that's it for today's podcast uh my name is neek robinson this is kevin 11 over here all right ladies and gentlemen we're out of here peace